What's up, y'all? Welcome to Two Brothers and a Shot of Milk. That's right, we're missing one, Lawrence St. Victor, but I'm Jack Walker Pearson. We got Christopher St. Victor and Richard Wilson in the house. Yeah, Rich. Today we're going to be talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast. We're typically talking about movies, TVs, comic books, toys, action figures, anime, and so much more. But before we get to any of that, how have your weeks been? What have you been up to? What have you been watching, reading, playing? Go on, Chris. I'll let you go first. Sure. Um, this week ended the Isle of Man TT Tourist Trophy, which is the most dangerous race in the yeah. entire world. Every year, it they have this race once a year on the Isle of Man that every year on average, three people die. Yeah. It's every wild. year. It's wild. It's crazy. So it's like a little, t- it's like a little town. And they race this town. And the guy, this guy, Michael Dunlop, 51 years old, hit a new world record. And it's just been, been bananas. He, he tied for most wins. He had he set a new lap pace at 130 miles an hour. That's like you driving through, like, Nyack. Yeah. Was, 130 miles an hour. Like, that's it's, like, it's like driving, I don't know, Jack went on this, like driving up 9W almost. Yeah. Like yeah. going to Bear Mountain. It's, yeah. It's like that. And just it's it's just it's just the most bananas race, and the fact that they haven't banned it yet shows the testicular <laughs> fortitude of uh, yeah. the people that are racing it and the people who are fans of it. Also, fifty so, something years old and setting records. Yeah, it's it's unheard of. Unheard Age of. Is just a number. He should be getting slower, and he's not. So, because um, he's getting older, he's got less to. You know what? He just lets it hang it's out. Like, you're either really young with that mentality or really old. But 50 ain't really old. No. But this but, guy at 90, imagine what he'd be doing. He'd be doing like 210. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, fast in the what? <laughs> and then um, I've been watching the the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series with Sebastian. Yeah. Actually, oh, it's right. actually pretty good. You know, the trailers for the new movie come out look so fun. Yeah. It looks cool. I like, I like the art style. Yeah. I heard uh, I heard the Nickelodeon one there. Shredder just be giving it to the turtles, like pause. Yeah, yeah. Not Excuse Rise me. of the Ninja Turtles. Not when they all have weird powers. This is the one. Rise of the Ninja Turtles. turtles? There's two. There's two. There's two Nickelodeon turtle series. There's Rise and then uh-huh. the Dragon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh-huh. But the one that came out in 2013 that went for like eight or nine seasons. That's the one we're watching. So uh, okay, it's I don't good. Know which one. I heard one of the new ones or whatever. One of those. They like Shredder was just giving it to them all the time. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? That's it? What's going that's on? It, that's it. That's it. Oh, I've been traveling. That's it. I started watching uh, Fubar. Oh, how is that? Okay. Is it worth it? Um, If there's a deficit of content, you know, I'll tell you what's, what's kind of odd about it is um, he's definitely, I mean, Schwarzenegger's getting up there in age, man. You can he's see it. He's 70-something, in- right? Yeah, he's playing a 60-something in the series, but he okay. feels a little old okay. for 60-something in the series. Really? Right? Yeah, but that's, that's I mean, but that's that's Hollywood. Hollywood's always going to, you know, drop a couple decades off your age for content. They're going to try to. But it, but it's kind of like, you know, seeing Patrick Stewart in um, the Star Trek. It's like he still has a commanding presence, and there's no... There's no taking that away from the guy, but he's clearly getting up in age, and you can see just like you know, like uh, some of these older actors, Clint Eastwood. You're like, you're like aware. It's weird growing up with them, 
And yeah. Yeah. it's almost like it awakens. I almost feel awoken to my own sense of like Harrison know, Ford in, in, in the new Indiana Jones. Like yeah, it's, it's age mm. inevitability. Yeah. It's going to happen to all of us. So it's, it's interesting seeing someone's entire life kind of play out in front of you, you know? Mm. Right. Yeah. You know what else will tell you that you're getting old? When you get pulled over by a cop younger than you. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> man. You are definitely like 26, bro. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's wild. How's your week been, Rich? Uh, my week's been all right. I've just been working a lot. Um, also been playing uh, Diablo. How oh, yeah. That's going pretty well. I uh, was playing my hardcore character, died like three times, so started over three times. Yeah, but I I, I went through the, the, the regular mode too. I'm trying to get a feel for all the characters and, and the proper builds and everything like that. Only one I haven't played yet is the Sorcerer. Hmm. So uh, the I'm still on Act 1, which is wild. There's like four, I want to say. No, I think there's more than that. But as of right now, there's there's three, and then once you get past that, I think like Act Four is like End Game or some crap like that. I've What's heard. your typical build for games like that? Uh, let's see. The Rogue. I was having a rough time with the Rogue, but not, then I respect it. Um, but I, I really like the the Necromancer. I like all the AOE attacks, like things mm. that like spread out across the battlefield and like just demolish and wreck. See, I find myself always going for like the tank. I like just jumping in the middle of the thing and wrecking havoc. Yeah, yeah. Well, even even with even with my necro, I, that's the same thing I'll do. I'll jump in the middle of it, and then I'll have like corpses all around me, and I'll explode all the corpses, or like do like a curse mark all over everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also the druid. Druid also has uh, something similar to that. They have uh, the poison, the creeper vines that'll hold the enemies in place and it, uh, um, put poison onto them, and then you just do the wreak havoc with that. Then put on like the the whirlwind armor. So you're kind of in the middle of everything. Everyone's frozen. You got the whirlwind armor going around. Maybe you do some landslide to start locking them up. Yeah, it's a, you know I like the AOV stuff. It's like a lot to look at on the screen. What system are you playing on? Uh, Xbox. Yeah. yeah, but it's crossplay, bro. It's crossplay. That's cool. Crossplay is cool. Yeah, it's a it's you know I play I've been playing Minecraft with Sebastian. <clears throat> He'll play on his Switch, and I'll play on the Xbox. And it's just yeah. crazy that like. We're at this point where it doesn't matter what you're on, what you're as long as you're playing the same game, you can play. As yeah. long as it's not an exclusive, yeah, yeah, yeah as long as yeah, it's not exclusive, cool. it's cool. But then there, you know, when cross when cross play on certain games really kind of started, uh, you know, like half a decade ago, it was so lopsided because some of those games were really they're just so much better on other platforms than. Other oh no, definitely. Like this, there's a whole uh, a whole thing going on with first person shooters, like Call of Duty. Exactly. Like people are saying that PC, you know, they got they got better uh, systems for aiming because you know they're more precise with the, the keyboard on the mouse, right? And they get the shots off quicker. But they say console, we got kind of like a, a, a bit of an aim assist. So people on PC are complaining that people on console got aim assist. So uh... you know, it's kind of that back and forth. But it's like. You do, you look at the difference between someone on PC and someone on, on a, not unless someone on P, on on console has like crazy high sensitivity, like you can tell when when a PC player is playing with you, like the, just the flick is just ridiculous. Like the fact really? that they're just like on you like that. I'm like, come on, come on, bro. Either either it's an aimbot or you're on PC. One of the two. <laughs> I'm not good enough to tell. Or, may, or maybe not. both. <laughs> I just die instantly. Yeah. 
Uh, but what else? What else? What else? I uh, I, I rewatched Doro e Doro, Doro yeah. e Doro. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, bro. It was better than I thought it was. Because when I watched that, it was like when it, when it first came out, which was like two thousand, either nineteen or twenty, one of the two. I want to say. Yeah. But uh, I just didn't remember it. And I remember when I started going through, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was actually a powerhouse. Yes. Anyway. But, yeah, I, I, I recommend everyone to watch that. And that is it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Good week, gentlemen. Oh, I got a question for you. Um, actually, it's not really a question. Listen, man. So I was chilling with my wife. Uh, my wife was photographing some superheroes last night. I know. Don't ask me where we were, but she was, <laughs> yeah, where you photo- and your wife into, Rich? She was photographing some superheroes last night, and uh, I suggested she turn the flash on. Turns out, she really likes her laps dances. Uh, slow burn for Jack, but <laughs> get it? Turn the flash on. Oh, I got that, but that was ambiguously funny. She likes. He likes the lap dances from my wife. I mean, Very good. Well, let's redeem that segment by leaving it as quickly as possible. We're going to head on down the road, take a left at the light, blow through all intersections, and we're going to find ourselves at the Collector's Corner. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's show and tell time! Here at the Collector's Corner, we're taking comic books off the shelves, toys out of the vault, video games out of our cases. We're doing all that fun stuff and we're showing it in the world. Stuff can be just sentimental or worth millions of dollars. Gentlemen, what do you got? You see, after I saw Transformers, I went to my local place. I went to I went to another uh, movie theater up by closer by me, and I had to go drive down the road to the local comic book shop. Quotes on that, because it's really not that local. Um, and I was just looking through. I was like, I'm just going to browse, maybe pick up a pop, maybe. Chris, but, uh, make, uh, make Rich take the whole screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when I was looking through, I, I wasn't paying attention to the to the listings or anything like that. But I found another gargoyle, and no I was like, way. "I gotta get it." Right. Yo, and it's Brooklyn. I found Brooklyn. Bro- Brooklyn is now out. He's nice. out here. Sick. So, uh, yeah. So my man comes with a set of sunglasses. You see right there. He got a little uh book. Oh no, actually, that might be a scroll. I think it was like into Shakespeare or some crap like that. But uh, anyway, he got himself the uh. The piece of the uh, fence. Oh no! Is this a lightning pole or off a building that he used as a sword? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, the scope on that looks dope. Yeah, it does. Look it really detail. does. Look at his quads. Yo, he's <laughs> been working quads. out. Yeah, that old doing. man strength. That, that that dense old man muscle. Yeah, yeah. And he comes. He comes with two heads. He comes with the uh, the regular regular eyes, with a closed mouth, and then the like kind of like the white eyes when he's like raging out. That's Neca Rich. Yeah, Snacker. Yeah, we got we got two hand scopes in there on, with addition to the I don't know, it's a scroll. Yeah, it's a scroll, and then the uh, little sword, uh, iron rod, fire or thunder pole thing that he uses as a sword. Actually, no, it looks like a a jousting spear. Yeah, it looks like a jousting spear. I don't know. Those are sick figures, man. Get That's pretty dope. But yeah, unboxing should be coming for that one. And uh, yeah, man. I was very surprised when I saw this because I wasn't expecting to get anything. Actually, I was just gonna just walk through there and see what was going on, see what was new, see what was on the shelf, maybe pick up a comic book. But I saw that and I'm like, no, nope, picking up, picking up nothing but this, and we're done. 
Nice. Chris? Let me make myself the center of attention. So since, since we're talking about Transformers, I have the very first Transformer that I ever had when I was a kid. Look at Top, that. Top nice. Spin. And it's right. actually, it's tough to see, um, but it's uh, actually stamped 1984 uh, Takara. So it's when they were importing all the Japanese stuff. And then all the, all the Transformers were um, Japanese properties. Nice. And then this one, it just folds in half and he's a little jet. And then you roll him back and his mechanism still works. You roll him. <laughs> And then he's uh, literally flying by the seat of his pants. He is. And then he pops over. But yeah, it's worth right. worth much. I think it's worth like fifty or sixty bucks. But it's I the very it. first Transformer I had, and appropriate for the, the this movie that captured the essence of our youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, yeah. what's that character's name? Topspin. 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 Yeah, Topspin. Oh, I remember Topspin. Yeah. No, I don't know. There's, you know, there's a bunch of uh. He wasn't a main character. Yeah, okay. So. Looking yeah. good. Thank you. What you uh, what you got there, Jack? Show show some millions that you're pulling out right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm showing off some robots too. This guy is Robbie the robot, which I think I've shown way back in the day. And I think he's a piggy bank, but he's never been cut open. So I got my Robbie bot. I've got my Optimus Prime from the Michael Bay film version. All right. Nice. It's gotta cool. have. And then I've got all these little guys. That's cool. Oh, all That's right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got the kind of articulation that Chris and Lawrence like. Just their arms move. <laughs> <laughs> Two points of articulation. That's it. And then, uh, wait, wait. So we got, I think, this guy's Starscream. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, that's the and other one. Which one is this? Um, Starscream is red. That's. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I forgot that guy. I'll tell you that guy's thing. Well, I think some of the colors are wrong on this. Like, is this the medical guy? That's Wheeljack, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, because that's not Bumblebee. Uh, no, Bumblebee, it's not. But he's got the same sculpt as Bumblebee. Yeah, like, there was a one guy that was like Bumblebee. Even his feet are a, a beetle. Uh, Which, why they call a beetle bee? Well, that's why. Because he's a Yeah. I suppose. Which doesn't really make sense in the other movies, why they call him bee so much. And I got these little uh, quarter Optimus that's, Primes. That's cool. Nice. For for a, a quarter machine. Yeah. And that's it. Those are my show and tell items. Got a whole lot of little robots I'm showing today. <laughs> Perfect. Rich, I think it's time we enter your alley. Mm, let's get all up in the dark alley. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. Pause. Like what the <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Um yeah, so today. Um listen, having watched this before, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I did I did rewatch Dororo y Doro, if I said that correct. Dope. Definitely watch that. This one right here, if I'm reading this right, and I have it saved on my Crunchyroll, and if I'm reading this right, this is like uh I don't know, like a Harry Potter slash black clover uh type of uh one punch man no not one punch we're not gonna disrespect man like that but yeah like harry potter um mixed with some black clover uh we got a we got a magical world okay everyone has magic much like black black clover everyone is like they have their magical points or whatever um everyone is identified of having magic 
uh, magical abilities by distinctive marks on their face. These enable to practice uh, practice magics are swiftly exterminated. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, that was wild. Those unable to practice magic are swiftly exterminated. Which I read this earlier. I'm just like exterminated. Like what is this? Like Sparta? Exterminate. Yeah, like if you feel like deformed or something like that, we kick you, throwing you off the, you know, like that's how I gotta be. I mean, wow, Chris, pretty wow. But they exterminated to maintain the magical integrity of society. However, deep within the uh, within the forest lies anomaly. Is Mash Bernadette probably messed that name up? Who was found pumping iron with one arm and lifting a cream puff with the other? Aloof boy with superhuman strength and no magical abilities leads to a quiet leads a quiet life with his father, far removed from society. And that's when I read that. I'm like, yo, that sounds exactly like Black Clover. Not exactly, but like Black Clover. Everyone knows Astra did not have powers. He had no magic, but he got a he got a grimoire. But he was super strong, right? He was always working out, and he was stronger than everyone. And he got this grimoire, which allowed him to wield a sword that pretty much only he can wield. And I'm just like, this sounds like uh sounds like a little bit like some black clover. And then you add in the 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 the, the magical school and the wizards and everything like that, you know, throw a little Harry Potter in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it rich? I'm not sure if it's rich, but it sounds good. It. I haven't he's watched it. He's but talking about something he read about. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds good. I haven't seen have you seen some pictures from it? Uh yeah, I've seen some pictures from it. How's the animation look? Animation looks all right. It looks kind of like um, what was that Android? Uh, the Android, Android sixteen. I think it might be Android sixteen. Something like no, what DBZ? No, not DBZ. <laughs> Sorry, my 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 wealth. Of, <laughs> I thought yeah, for a right? second we were connecting at an anime level. We Rich. we were not. We definitely were not. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, the an, the animation looks good. Um, or at least the drawings. That from what I can see, I haven't seen like seen it in action. I can't I can't place. The anime, the animation style. What, what studio is this? A One Pictures. That's uh, that's who, that's who's producing this. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember who, who else do they, what else they put out. Hey, can I ask you a question while you figure that out? You know what how majority of American cartoons farm it out to Korea. Does anime do the same thing, or do they keep it all in house? No, they keep it all in house, as far as I know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Is that right? American yeah. cartoons. Oh, oh yeah. Korea? Yeah, Korea is like the place to go for like cheap animation. A ton. If you look, a ton of a ton of animation studios. They did with Batman the animated series. They farm it out to these places that have like anime a- animation like sweatshops. These guys would just bang it out. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never, never occurred to me. So they're yeah. not really. Oh, fairy tale. That's why. It remi- that's what it reminds me of. Fairy tale. That's why it looks so familiar. Yes, 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 yes. I see it. I see it now. Yeah. So they they put out stuff like uh, fairy tale, um, blue exorcist. If anyone ever watched that, which maybe Jack. I don't know. Sword art online. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. So uh, that so that that all that all makes sense. That's why it looks like that. That's pretty traditional look for most animes now. Then. Yeah. So no. So it, it it sounds pretty dope. I'm gonna start watching it. Um, I'm still watching uh, Hell's Paradise, which is listen, listen. I think y'all need to be watching this. I really, it's one of those, it's one of those sleeper joints that it just came out. No one's really put, raving about it because you know you have you had a Demon Slayer. You have um you have the new. Uh, Chainsaw Man hit. Chain, no, not even Chainsaw Man, because this came out. This came out after Chainsaw Man. 
So you had the demon, the new season of Demon Slayer came out. You had the new season of Doctor Stone, which actually no one's really talking about that either. I wonder if it's good or not. But no one is really raving about Hell's Paradise. I'm like, yo, this is really good. You're like, y'all need to be watching this. They need to be talking about this more. But um, but yeah, as as of right now, Mash or Mashley, M-A-S-H-L-E. However you want to pronounce that. I'm I'm probably gonna have to watch it and to see how they say it. But uh, so far it looks it looks all right. It's the story sounds all right. It sounds pretty good. It's pretty compelling. All right, so then we're looking for a follow up later. Yeah, you're going to get a follow up. But yeah, the follow up to uh, Hell's Paradise. You need to be watching it. If I haven't said it the last time, I'm saying it again. <laughs> this is a this is a need a need to be watched series right now. People need to be talking about it more. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time for some news. Chris, it's time for the news. This just said, Christine Victor reporting. Three brothers and shot of milk news. All right. So first, Flash Two script is done. It's done. It's ready to go. They have re- they're reprising some characters. Um, so it's really on. I, here's my here's what I'm curious about. They're just to- completely ignoring the whole Ezra Miller thing. So I think if this thing makes enough money, they're just sweeping all that stuff under the rug and keep it moving. Because I've seen the girl who plays the, the girl who plays Supergirl. She's been doing a ton of press, but he just not he just quietly just chugging along. This is supposed to be like the Flash Two, though. Yes, yes, they have a sequel written. Script is ready to go. The, the Flashpoint is the first standalone Flash film. Right. So the sequel would, would just be the Flash 2 movie. Although right. we've seen Flash and a couple other uh, things already. Um, and whatever happened to... Um, oh, Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors. So, yeah. So, Jonathan Majors... Well, first of all, he's dating Megan Good, so he things aren't that bad. <laughs> I mean, it ain't that bad. You dating Megan Good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. That's a good question. There's been no word... I don't know if he has representation followed up or anything. So, hmm. I mean, he got into an alleged uh, domestic abuse, which no one's glorifying domestic abuse, but, but really, it's still not been substantiated. It hasn't been substantiated. Him. Yeah, Ezra yeah. Miller has like a kidnapping yeah. charge. It, it gets re- that rabbit hole yeah. goes deep. Yeah, he's given. He's he's trying to save a minor. In his head, he was trying to save a minor, but baiting a minor with drugs and. Luring them away from the crazy sauce. So I, I, I don't know, man. I, well, don't I know. guess he's fat. He is truly fast enough to outrun it, though. <laughs> he just keeps running. Just, man. just, just keeps running. And on the piggyback of Flash, my second one was all the toys are dropping. Hot Toys just came out with the new Flash toys, the new Flash toys, and they look it looks great. So you have you have obviously Ezra Miller, you have Zod, you have a few of the other characters, but. It just, it just kind of like, look. I know all these companies look at this like this is going to be a huge cash cow, so mm-hmm. for merchandising. But everyone's just completely ignoring the fact of, you know, when something bad happens with someone else, it's all like, oh no, we got a boycott. Oh no, you can't listen to R. Kelly anymore, even though he made some of the best music ever. Oh no, you can't do this. And then it's like, Ezra Miller does the stuff. It's like, nah, eh, it's okay. It's okay. He's well, a he, He's a white guy, Chris. Yeah, That's his I mean. <laughs> I just want to pause and let that sink in. You know. Well, let me ask you this: Have you yeah. bought your tickets yet? 
Yes. Yes. Well, but, and, but now I also say I didn't buy the tickets because I'm excited to see Ezra Miller. I bought the tickets because I'm excited to see this film. Of course. Mm. Of course. And of course. and if it were other circumstances, I probably wouldn't. But the, this hmm. film looks like looks amazing. You know, my question is often does the art still stand? Let me you ask know? you guys a question. So Ezra Miller is part of the LGBT community, right? If he did what he did, if he was straight and he did what he did to, to a woman, do you think it would be, do you think he would have any chance that he'd still be even in the, in the role he is now? And in other news. <laughs> and in other news, uh, we got the first five minutes of Secret Invasion. Have you guys watched it yet? I'm not. Yeah, no. check it out. So it's, it's Why? I see, I try to avoid all that stuff. Like there's, there's whole scenes of the flash movie being dropped online right now i'm not trying to watch any of them i'm trying to watch the movie this week fresh yep well who who released the uh who released the, the no it's, the it's by movie? disney disney released okay. it. it's not it's not a leak they released it all for right. us to indulge in the magic that is secret invasion so I, I respect that all right yeah we'll see we'll check it out and i don't know it's time is yet to tell how this how this is going to expand but maybe at least this phase will have a point which is which would be nice for once yeah, maybe. We'll see. Are, are the writers still on strike? What's happening right now? Jack? Oh, yeah. The uh-huh. writers are definitely still on strike, and it's looking like the actors are going to go on strike like, before things get resolved here. Damn. So the strike's going to last a little while longer, and it seems like what's happening is the studios and you know the entities that be are actually probably waiting for the other factions to go on strike so they can kind of resolve everything at once. But... Uh, hmm. Yeah, we're we are not anywhere near resolving the issue at this point. Interesting. Next part of news: there was supposed to be a Spider-Man post-credit scene, but they did not. They cut it out. Oh. So I'm curious to see. It was supposed to lead into the part three that was always planned, but no one knew about, especially not Jack. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very good, sir. Very good. And in the rumor mill, last thing I have today, in the rumor mill, Two Face is rumored to be the man, the main uh, antagonist of the new Batman movie. <sighs> we keep getting the same rogues over and over again. Right? Is this the Batman or the Batman? Okay, the, the Batman. Batman. Look, the Batman. I mean, it makes sense because it makes sense they keep doing Two Face because he's so real world. You know, mm. it's like uh, that's why. Scarecrow makes sense. It's why uh, Riddler makes sense. Well, most of Batman's villains, you know, a large majority of them are very cerebral in nature. But man, he, his rogue gallery is iconic because it spans the gamut. Yeah. And if they can crack that code and do it in a realistic setting that they kind of have already going on, they should do like Professor Pig. They have other so they can do like this is the, this this Batman universe is perfect for like a psychotic serial killer or someone. Like that, they can use an Zaz, right? Calendar right. man, loose. They can do something. This is the perfect environment. This is Miller-esque. It's very dark. It's gritty. It's it's noir. Yeah. You can use some of these other like more cerebral villains. So, um, it's looking like we're gonna get a Rambo Seven. Hell yeah! Give it to me. What? Give me all the blood. Apparently, all apparently. The well, the the latest um, Expendables trailer dropped recently, and Stallone said he's looking at doing a new 
Rambo movie because a franchise that is as rich as that needs to go out on a better tone than the last film. He said the last film didn't go over very well. He feels like the character should have better resolution to his story. So it's looking like he is going to try to make one more Rambo film. And he's also been talking about a prequel series. Yeah, I'm for that too, but I'm for but prequel. But he he got all his skills in the in Vietnam. Like we had to do just have being have just a regular dude just working at the gas station. Yes, I, guess, I don't know, man. Yes. <laughs> like what year? What year are we talking about right now? Because yes, yeah. he should be an old man right now. Yes, oh, man. like scratching by. Yeah. On top of that, there's going to be a Terminator Seven. Now we're talking about stuff that that will not die. <laughs> right there's gonna be a terminator 7 uh can we just talk about how bad the terminators are at doing what they try to do man i don't know what's going on there's from what i'm seeing they're saying there's gonna be it will focus more on ai than cyborg so it's like oh so what chat chat gpt is gonna be right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. bro i don't know what are they what are they do? just let this thing go like come on you can't kill john connor just stop you can't kill his family, clearly. You can't kill his peoples. Let You have man... a time machine, man. Why don't you just go back in time before the mother or the son and kill the grandmother's grandmother? Right? Nah, because they'll probably uh, you know, knock him out with, like, revolvers or something. I don't know. Right. Like, yep. I don't know. It's, it's, they just need to let it die. Let it go. Let this go. Let it go. That was the news. That's the news. That's the news. Gentlemen... I think it's time for a debate. Let's get it ready to rumble. <laughs> All right. Today's debate question is: If you could take any two or three franchises of your choice and mash them up together in a good old crossover event, what franchises or IP would you pair together, and why? How do you think it'd play out? All right. I mentioned this before. We said we'd never probably see it. We've showed it before. I've showed the comics. Give me Amalgam. If you're going to give me a franchise crossover, franchise mashup, I don't want a franchise crossover. Because every time you read a franchise crossover, I'm looking back at my thing. I have a bunch of them. I have Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have Justice League versus Power Rangers. I have He-Man versus Justice League. Every The story is the same. Somehow a portal opens and the worlds collide and blah, blah, blah. I don't need that tired trope. Give me Amalgam. Give me a crossover that gives me the best of both worlds. And it's something completely new and completely different. For those rare individuals who don't actually know what Amalgam is, why don't you break that down for them? So Amalgam happened in the the 90s where DC and Marvel worked together. And instead of having a crossover event... They combined some of their characters. Well, they so did. For- they started with a crossover event where the two the two brothers set the two universes uh, and the best uh, defenders of the universes against each other to see who would be victor victorious. And then after all the battles happened, for example, Superman kicked Hulk's butt. Wonder Woman took on Storm. After and then uh, Batman and uh, Captain America basically fought to a stalemate. Then the two worlds combined into Amalgam. Amalgam. Dark Claw, which was Batman and Wolverine. We got Amazonian, which was Storm and Wonder Woman, I believe. Who else do we get? Uh, The worst crossover of all of them, you had, for some weird reason, Captain America and Superman 
it came together to yeah. create a weaker yeah. version of Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. What? It's just Superman with a cape. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a shield. It's Superman with a shield, and that's it. And you had, uh, like, uh, was it like Sabretooth and the Joker? Had oh, yes. Over? Yeah, that was actually, that's actually pretty dope. Yeah, um, there was some. Why didn't they do cool. Thor and Superman? That would have made more sense. I would have been sick because been then dope. he's not even weak to magic. Right. Hey. Now, I'm not, not mad at that. Right. Um, yeah, okay, Amalgam. Yeah. That's that's kind of like low-hanging fruit, but I'll take it, man. And I would love to see it. Right. I, but see it done well? I mean, really? To be honest with you, I think to see it, it might have to be animated. Might. You know what? I would I actually probably work out better animated. You're right. You're absolutely right. But it yeah. should be DC Studios, too, because DC Absolutely. Does It'd have to be DC Studios. And it would, I would want the studios that did it before... The new run, the studios that did um, like the, the 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 you know the Throne of Atlantis, that whole run, I want that style, not the new one. Chris, that is right. I think you're right. Rich, what do you got? Batman and um, Blade. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say that, but I was like, nah, I don't want that. I want Batman versus Predator. Yes, I, ha- I well, have that comic too. That's a comic. I want. It's Batman. a comic, and they did. Uh, Batman Dead End is Batman versus Predator the short. Ah, there was a fan. There was a fan film yeah. that came out. I didn't, I didn't get to watch. It. That, that was it. That was Dead, oh, Dead, Dead End. End. Okay. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Batman. I mean, naturally, it will be like any other Predator premise where Predators come into to hunt the Gotham aliens. City. <laughs> yeah. No, not even not not even that. Say say you no. Know, maybe uh, aliens were. Oh, you know what? Boom. We do it like this. I'm making this up as we go, as I always do. Crack the knuckles. <laughs> so Gotham, I don't know if they have a space program, but it doesn't matter. They go up, oh, let's say Lex Luthor is working some shady experiment out of Gotham, right? He has a science experiment, space team, they get some eggs, they bring it down, ends up being alien eggs, right? The face huggers. They end up messing with that, trying to do the usual super soldier or like super, you know, super creature that they can use as a weapon and sell it to make some money um you know here comes the predator now he's oh he gets the signal these aliens are loose or at least down here time to go hunting right because that's what we do that's what predators do go down to gotham city naturally he's taking out the thugs and maybe some some good people here or there you know it's predators they do what they do uh you know batman catches one day you can't do this on my turf batman what nah this is gotham city it's my city so batman comes down hunting down the person doing all this killing finds the predator and they go at it next thing you know they have a bigger problem because the aliens are loose so now they gotta kind of team up to fight the aliens and you know we sprinkle some things in here maybe batman gets a soup because he needs to fight the predator because predator is super strong and he also has all those wonderful toys it would make sense. It worked. I mean, it worked in the comic. The comic was those crossover comics were never that great, but it would make sense if it was done right. Yeah, they were not those the the comic book crossovers never that great. Um, there was also a Superman Alien crossover that was pretty good because Superman was off world and losing his powers. Oh, okay. Um, that crossover was. It was I think it was Dark Horse did that one. So let me ask you this though, Rich. Okay. Who's your Batman? Oh, mm. I, I don't know. I didn't even ask what that question. Um, hmm. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Pattinson because he's too new. Yeah, he, that's not the right. Uh, 
I'm gonna give it a. Oh, I'm well, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I forgot to turn my alarm off. It would have to be. I'm gonna have to keep. Yo, I want to see Affleck still go at it, man. I agree with you. It would have to be. Affleck. Well, he would be actually. I agree with you too. I would see that. And we, and already, we haven't. You and it makes know sense. He has a suit, we haven't. So. He's got a suit for everything. Yeah. And, and you know, the other thing that makes sense is we haven't seen a standalone Batman movie, and so this also wouldn't be a standalone Batman movie. So it'd be okay. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's messed up. That's messed up. We keep putting this guy in features. Like, no, you're gonna be teamed up with this guy. Like, wait a minute. What can I? Can I have my own? Nope. It's messed up. But yeah, um, that's my thing. Very good. Very good. All right. Here, here are mine now. And we have had a lot of great uh, crossovers, uh, especially when you're looking at comic books. For example, uh, this guy. I thought would be such a cool crossover. This is oh. the Transformer. Um, uh, that, thing uh, Gigabyte. Is, oh, that thing is so cool. Right. And so this this storyline was Transformers crossed over into the world of Back to the Future. And this DeLorean is a time traveling Transformer, which uh, I just thought was such a cool uh, mashup. Obviously, we've had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers crossover in... Uh, comic book a lot of comic book crossovers happen yeah. all the time now how but how I, how would they make that work though how would he how would he get all the, the portal that tears between the worlds yeah it's always portal. the same thing now what i think though here's wait wait we no 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 we're not going the flux capacitor was made by doc brown how did he get the flux capacitor onto the transformer probably probably traveling through time to a portal it's always rich no. i'm telling you all the stories are the same man no 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 it's it's as it, when it comes to transformers if you look at all of the movies and this is my big problem with all the movies the transformers are always there <laughs> right. right it's like transformers have been here since the 80s actually they've been here since the 1700s actually they've been here since the dinosaurs actually they've been here since and they've been on the moon actually they created earth in the first place and you're like every time you go back to the transformers like oh, yeah actually we lied they were here way longer than we said they were last time we said they were here f the transformers logic that it doesn't make any uh, sense so in this case the delorean was always a transformer problem <laughs> You know what I mean? What? But I'm not talking about that. Okay. My my Transformer... Actually, I would do a Transformer crossover, but it would be with the Fast and the Furious. Because if you watch Hobbs and Shaw... It mean, would make more sense. It would make more sense. How these cars are still living... Sense. How these cars are surviving no. after all this. It's like already happening. And if you watch, if you go back and watch Hobbs and Shaw, Idris Alba's bike was a Transformer. Yeah. Go back was, and watch that scene. It'll it make a shred some... of sense unless you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, his yeah. bike is wild. a transformer. It literally transforms. His bike. He's driving his bike, and his bike literally transforms as he slides under a semi truck. Like, he right. hit a button, and then it transforms back together. And you're like, "What the hell, <laughs> bike? He's got a transformer." So there, and and the the Fast and the Furious movies are already so damn ridiculous. To just turn them into transformer movies would actually ground it in a more realistic <laughs> world. We should, adding, adding giant alien we should 100% either one delete this or they need to pay us for this idea because they will definitely take it and run with it. Yo, they make so much money if they crossed over those two uh, IPs. And the other thing I think they should cross over and this has been long overdue for all the fans, Terminator needs to cross over with the Matrix and just make the whole thing make sense. The second Terminator crosses over with the Matrix, both franchises make way better sense. And you get a far more complete story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because why else? Because why is the Terminators hunting all the humans for what reason? Besides, I mean, I, I get the rebel faction, but just every human for why? Look, it makes no sense, right? Like you already have the world. Like you have the world in a chokehold right now. What are we doing? Exactly. Like they, like the humans, at least need to be doing something for you, either like slave labor. But then again, you really don't need that because they can make robots to do what humans do. Exactly right. They just don't like the humans. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we don't like you, guy. We need to yeah. eliminate you. Ones and zeros. It make no sense. Those two IPs coming together makes already makes so much logical sense. And and I feel like that last Matrix movie was a missed opportunity to to bridge the gap. It really actually could have bridged the gap. Or they could have just told a better Matrix movie, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about this. Yeah. Anyway, so I, 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 but I take it I won this debate. What? I'm sorry. What now? What? And on that note, <laughs> I think it's time. It's time for the main event. Yo! Oh my god. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to Two Brothers and a Shot of Milk and a Sister. Today we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes, okay. Today All we're right. talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast. Yes. And this Shout is out to Brooklyn. This is uh we got our guest today, Sage Nesbit. What's up everybody? Okay, Chris is a fan. I could tell. Chris is no, a fan. Sage, what, 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 right? what would give you that idea that I even enjoyed this movie the least? I hope you saw the movie with that thing with, with. I hope he went into the movie theater. Probably want to change the experience. So let's give our spoiler-free synopsis. Here we go. This is the IMDb spoiler-free synopsis of Transformers Rise of the Beast. During the 1980s, a new faction of Transformers, the Maximals, joined the Autobots and allies... Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. ...for the Battle of Earth. Shout it out, Jack. Yeah, Brooklyn. <laughs> Thank you. All right, here we go. So let's get some spoiler-free thoughts. I don't know. That's what you're supposed to do when the movie's exciting. Let's get some spoiler-free thoughts to get the ball rolling, and then we will spoil the hell out of this thing. So, Chris, spoiler-free thought. This was the best Transformers movie I've ever Woo! seen in my life. The best. It yes! was a, a nonstop thrill ride. Chris, thank you. Okay, all right. I went in there with very low expectations, so this was actually enjoyable. Thank you, Rich. You know, I kind of almost agree. It was maybe the better of the Transformer movies that had been made, but I couldn't tell you what I thought the point of it was. I saw. I, I kind. You kind of were sleeping during the movie a little bit. You probably oh. missed. The whole point. I am the, the most attentive movie watcher you'll ever meet on the planet. I don't say a word to anybody. I don't deviate from the thing. My eyes are glued. I'm absorbing. What are your spoiler-free thoughts, Sage? Ten out of ten. <laughs> the best movie. So good. The from the beginning, like Chris said, from beginning to the end, it was just like a ride. Like you never got off of the ride. And I didn't sleep during this one. Normally, I fall asleep. But oh. this one was we were so up to be for the fair, whole one. So I went. So whenever I see all these movies, I take my son, who's Makes five, sense. and my wife. And my wife is not a fan, and she loved this no. movie. Also, this movie translates to everybody, except for Jack. Clearly, <laughs> except for Jack. <laughs> it was heartfelt. It was oh, you know listen, there, the there acting, was a story. Acting was and... great. 
Acting was great. Uh, what was the story? Acting the was story great, was the visual was great. The world was, the world was ending. His brother was sick. Right. He needed money to take care of his brother. Right. So, the Transformers <laughs> came in to, to save the whole world. So that's the story. It's about saving the world. So speaking of which, let's get into the spoiler zone. So <laughs> those of you who don't want this spoiled, go ahead and like and comment now and peace out. Come back after you've seen it. Those of you who are ready to talk, let's get out. So the movie starts out and we're in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. 1990s. Why are we in the 1990s? I couldn't honestly answer that question. Lit, that's the littest time period right it's the latest time period but exactly. what's it got to do with the film i couldn't tell you and that's when the transformers were coming down and what's it got to do with the story i also couldn't look, tell you look that. it allowed us to first of all look this movie was made for really for us right because transformers right. exactly so this is our music growing up yep. yeah Boom. so and why he not our, our. no i understand what he meant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was look the themes, the, the the soundtrack to this movie, amazing. Yeah. Oh, what is amazing. the soundtrack for this music, man? I'm not gonna look yeah, that it up. It was called a dream. You got Biggie. You, you got, got you got Biggie. You got Black Sheep. You have LL Cool J. You have Tribe Called Quest. And De La Soul in that. Represent. Like, come on, you're 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 you're, you're, you're whole, come on. Yeah, you're jamming throughout the movie too. Yes. You're like, uh, yes, yes yeah, the soundtrack true. of it was great, but I feel like the whole reason they oh, also let me go back. The movie actually didn't start there. The movie starts. On the the primals, what's, yeah. what's the name? Primal, yeah, it starts on primal one. Uh, the uh, the maximals. It starts on the planet of the maximals, where the cyber what's the, what's the guy's name? The cyber thing that Unicron? wants to eat everybody up. Unicron. Oh, cyber yeah. cyber. Uni- Unicron. No, Unicron. Unicron. Oh, so yeah, wait, Unicron. Wait, wait. Let me step back. So Unicron is the big bad from the 1986 movie. Yeah. So it's the brother of. Mac uh, Primal. Wait, Primus. No. No. Yes, they're brothers. The, the oh two no, brothers. you talk about Axe. Oh, you talk Primal. Okay. No, right. no, no, no. I'm talking about Unicron is the other half to Prime, not Optimus Prime. Prime Prime, the original uh, Prime. Yeah, oh, Prime. the original Prime. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was actually creates Cybertron. Prime Primal creates Cybertron that spawns all the Transformers while. Unicron goes around devouring planets. Oh, yeah, planets. Yeah, planets. Energy. So anyways, yes. Unicron is going to go devour the Maximals planet and he wants this energy force that the Maximals have that's going to allow him to travel the cosmos unimpeded. Right. Well, and not just the cosmos. Battle. He was going to go from universe to universe to universe. Just eating everything up. So they said he could travel through time, too, right? Yeah. Right. Time and space. Yeah. So, so in a less than epic battle that ensues, in my opinion, <laughs> the uh, Maximals peace out. They leave the less attractive looking ape-esque Transformer alone to die, while the other more attractive Transformers... Escape. Are you saying you find Optimus Primal attractive? Is that what you're telling me? More attractive than the counterpoint. Yes, he's one good-looking creature of a, 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 a transformer. And okay. they, for some reason, they decide to go to Earth 
and they go to earth billions of years ago and then just kind of don't really hide in plain sight because later in the film you learn that they're actually just chilling with the humans the entire time that's a key whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i'm not gonna let you blow past it like it's not a key factor (laughs) thank you chris because he's just trying to water down our movie but go ahead go ahead okay we're you're jumping ahead but that relationship is what teaches teaches optimus prime how to trust jack Optimus Prime, right? But not Optimus Primal. Optimus Primal already had the trust in his heart. There are a lot. It's of... about heart. Yeah, don't there, you get it? There are a lot of characters in this movie who were introduced, and I really I couldn't okay, even wait, tell so you wait. what half of them were. Have you watched? Did you did you watch Beast Wars? Yes, of course. Okay. What do you think? I'm not an '80s child. All right, then. So we have so from so Beast Wars came out. What year was it? Nine eighty nine or like either anywhere from eighty nine to ninety one. Yeah. So like two seasons, so we so out of Beast Wars, we got Optimus Primal, we got mm-hmm. the Maximals, uh, the Maximals logo, the Maximals name, we got Optimus Primal, Rhinox, Cheetor. I don't remember the Eagle one in Beast Wars, but it might have been. But yeah. I don't know why they call them Terracons and not Predacons, like from Ooh. Beast Wars, and they should have used. <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> Why is that, Rich? Predators? You want people? Co- I mean, looking at look at them predator, them predacons over there. Yeah. That predacon. Look at it. What's that predacon doing at the playground? He's he a convict. He ain't got no kids. But uh, oh, so, yeah. look at this. This is. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. So, so, but so the whole base of Beast Wars was that. So they, look, see, I have Scorpionox right here from Beast Wars. Nice. Right? Okay. So the whole thing was they land on Earth. They there. There's so much energon on Earth that they that they're in their robot form. They can't be in the robot form too long, so they transform into the beast to protect them from the energon fields. And that was kind of like that. So there was a reason to trans. Beast Wars actually had a reason for them to transform. That was the reason for them to transform, not to hide, but to protect them from everything that's around. Well, they weren't really hiding in this film, and yeah. the way the 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 animal transformers transformed into. Maximals, Jack, please use proper terminology. And the Maximal Transformers transformed into like humanoid forms was really interesting. You're like, well, why do you just that's how it was in the cartoon though? Optimus yeah. Primal, his 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 actual hips turned around. He had transformed like he the he in the movie, that's how he transformed in the cartoon. Oh wait, yeah. they transformed in the movie? Bro, I must have fell asleep then. What? Yeah, at the end of I, it, they transformed into That's like, when I fell asleep. I fell asleep for like literally like a minute. You fell asleep too, so Jack fell asleep and you oh, fell asleep. Man. I fell asleep. I definitely did, did not you fall, did asleep. fall asleep. You're just angry because I didn't like the film. I did not like the film. Oh, no, you I just said you film. didn't like it. Uh, I was mixed. It was get a, your, get your it's facts. a mixed bag for me. All right, so let's keep pushing. Let's all right, all right. So the movie's set in the 1990s. Why? I couldn't tell you why, other than the soundtrack is lit, right? Okay, good. That's not the only reason, but go ahead, continue. Okay, so then what happens? We're introduced to uh, Anthony. Anthony Ramos. Yeah. Ramos. Who kills this part. He crushes the role. And Ramos. May I borrow your phone for half a second? This is such a star-studded cast. Let me give you a rundown of some of the people who are in here. Anthony, who's just killing it. Ate it. But we have the voice of Pete Davidson, who is- He was so funny. He made the movie, yep. Yeah. Made the movie. We have Ron, my boy, Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal. Yep. Um, Michelle who's Optimus, who's Optimus Prime? Peter, Peter Cullen. Cullen. Peter. And you know what yeah. Peter Cullen's known for? Yeah. Voiceover. <laughs> the voice of Optimus, Optimus Prime, Prime from, Optimus from the original Transformers cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And you got Peter Dinklage, 
as Scourge. I mean, just a, a fun, a wonderful cast from start to finish. All right, so we're set in the 90s. You forgot Michaela Rodriguez. Okay, go ahead. Give the rundown then. No, I'm just saying you can't forget diversity. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, and Toby was really good too as Reek. He was funny. The African-American guy. Yeah, was, I thought he looked familiar. I'm like, yo, that dude looks hysterical. Wild familiar. Yes, yes, yes. He was good. Yeah, and Dominique Fishback. Did you say Dominique Fishback? Yes, and Dominique, who plays oh, the so uh, Shout out to Brooklyn Museum. Baby. All right, so we start out with uh, Anthony trying to get a job. Can't get a job to save his life. Him yep. and his little brother, his brother who's suffering from... Uh, uh, sickle cell anemia. Sickle cell yeah. anemia. Yeah. Uh, and they call each other fun... <sighs> The video Sonic game names from it's, the it's 90s. 90s, Jack. It's right, 90s. and that's what all older and younger brothers did: is you're Mario, I'm Luigi, I'm Sonic, you're Tails, right? And so we got that dynamic. And I will say that the little kid is killing it. The mom's killing it. The yeah. family dynamic is killing it. Great, it's, it's great to so, look at. Lauren Velez, she Yo, should Lauren, play every Hispanic mother. Lauren Velez, oh my god, the brush. Yes, I do. Right, Woo. man. She should, she should play. And she, you know, yeah. she's the mom from Spider Man too. Ain't oh, that wild? Yeah, yeah. Okay. she, she is sense. the Hispanic mother for Hollywood. She's mm. the go-to Hispanic mother for yeah. Hollywood. She did a really good that. job. Yeah. Um. So he can't get a job to save his life, but so he decides instead of trying to seek employment, he's going to go with his friend and do some criminal activities in order to make some money. So he agrees to break into a museum to try to steal a car that's being held there. He breaks into the museum, right. decides not to steal the car, decides to steal the car. No, I'm not going to steal the car. Now I'm in the car and the car won't let me out. Oh, yeah, the car is a Transformer. Transformers get a, getting a distress call from Optimus Prime who sees a light go off. Okay. Going back a little wait, bit. Wait. So before, as this is happening, we see... Uh, who's the colored girl? The smart colored girl? <laughs> Right, Dominic, Dominic oh yeah, <laughs> Elena <laughs> is her character name. Elena, right? So we have Elena at the at the museum in Ellis Island. Um, we find out she's a genius. They're right. looking like it opens up with with her being late. She's an intern. She uh, they ask her her the, the museum curator is like they want to see what's fake. I need you to I need you to look at it right off the bat. Bam, she knows that sets up her character as she's not just genius. beauty. She's brains. She's everything. The full package, right? As she's working, as she's working, you know, after hours, she breaks what looks like the Maltese Falcon and it ends up being the half mm -hmm. the key. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what and that's what lights shoots the beam of light in the air that only, that you, only Transformers can see. And then that's when Mirage gets the call because Optimus sees it. He's like, it can't be true. This is our ticket back to Cybertron because this is the key that can get us back to our home world. Yeah. Let's go get it. Okay. Right. So must Mirage takes off uh in pursuit of the distress call with our protagonist stuck in the cockpit. Right. He's driving down the road. Cops are chasing him. He's doing sick, yeah, sick scene. It's yeah. a fun scene, but also it's a fun scene, but also it's a fun scene. And so he's got some stuff he does to get away from the cops. And eventually they get to this undisclosed warehouse where Optimus Prime, uh, the, the, Motorcycle robot lady, RC, 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 RC. played by Lisa Cl 
Cushy. Liza Cushy. Okay, Liza Cushy, and then yeah. you have uh, Bumblebee. Yep. Wheeljack didn't show up till later. So, right. mm-hmm. so, here, so here's what they did. They, they took a lot of the original crew from Generation 1, from the first yeah. Transformers, and included them where in the past Transformers movies, it was really, really like obscure. Either they made up their own guys or they, they picked like obscure right. guys. And this right. time they picked like the core, the core crew. You know, Mirage, Jack, Wheeljack. All oh, these guys were like, these guys were it in the in the first Transformers movie. So I was the, a little, series. I was a little confused as to whether or not I thought this Transformer movie was or was not linked to other Transformer movies. It was because Optimus makes uh, comments about Bumblebee having. Uh, relations with the the humans in the past, so I'm assuming that was the Bumblebee movie. Yeah. There's the Mark Wahlberg reference, which I'm assuming tells me they're not related to that movie in canon. Yeah, so so technically this movie would be it was said as a prequel, right? Because we didn't have the Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox movies until early. Oh, so it's before that, okay. This is before that, yeah. No. So right, which again is really odd to me why why they set this thing in the nineties. Uh, to me, there's no real apparent reason other uh, than if you listen to interviews from the director, he just kind of wanted to do it. Yeah, but it kind of got really like did you if you watched last night and the other ones, it got really weird and really messy and kind of convoluted towards the end. So they're saying that this is almost like a soft reboot, kind of rebooting it kind of like saying, okay. You know, we just didn't arrive here. We've been here, and maybe these movies didn't happen. So the the last the, the new movies didn't happen. So this may be a reboot for the for the fran- a soft reboot for the franchise. Because what was interesting is in Bumblebee, Bumblebee wasn't a Camaro, but when this movie, Bumblebee's a '70s Camaro, which is the same Camaro we see in the very right. first Transformers movie. Right. So it's not there. There's some weird continuity, but there's some. Yeah. Um, it kind of ignores some of the things that happened in the in the later movies. Well, that's why I wasn't sure where I thought this was placed in the the cinematic canon. Yeah. So yeah, it's placed it's placed after Bumblebee, but ahead of Transformers One. But they do the same thing in this movie that they they've done in the other movies. They've they go actually <laughs> hold up, Transformers have been on the planet forever. <laughs> they actually taught. Civilization, how to do stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. yeah. But the Maximals, are, the Maximals are a little bit different than the Autobots, though. Right, they're just they're giant robots that transform. Very different. Right, but they're they're Maximals, not Autobots. <laughs> they're giant okay. robots that transform. All right. so like. Okay, so so uh, pushing the plot along. So uh, our protagonist, what's his name? What's Anthony's character's name? Noah. Diaz. Noah. That's right. Noah Diaz. So Noah Diaz goes to the museum to steal a car. Uh, ends up getting induced into uh, Optimus Prime's team via Mirage. Right. Optimus Prime has a chip on his shoulder, does not like humans. It's a very different Optimus Prime than we've seen in any of the other movies, which yeah. is interesting. Right. And he begrudgingly says, you know what? We need someone small to break into the museum to go undetected. Why? I have no idea. It doesn't actually make any sense when you think about it. They just needed an excuse to use a human. But okay, fine. Fine, cool, fine. No, 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 he, no he said because we don't want to cause yes, a scene. Yes, but then look at what happened. So Noah decides, <laughs> hey, all right, let's go. 
Now Noah has Noah's interesting because as a protagonist, he's got his own plan. His plan is maybe I'll go along with their plan right up into the point it stops serving the human race. And if it puts Earth in jeopardy, I'm balking on the plan together and I'm looking out for number one right. and my family and my brother and my mom in planet Earth. So Noah's kind of guy. Huh? He's team he people. Can't, I, can't, I can't be mad at that. Absolutely. You can't be mad at that. And, and it actually adds for an interesting dynamicism between the protagonists of the story, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more human, right? Mm-hmm. Opt- and Optimus Prime is interesting because he's not holistically looking out for anyone either. He's looking out for number one. And so you got both these protagonists looking out for number one and their families, not making the connection that they do later in the movie that we're all just good and bad. So good is good and bad is bad and good looks out for good. All right. So anyways, pushing on. Noah breaks into the museum. He's not very good at it. And the museum lady, who's the intern, what's her character's name? Elena. Elena is there working late trying to crack the code with this thing that she is just... The key. The key. She's trying to crack the code to the key. Right. While they're there, the... What are the evil Transformers called? They're called Terracons, but they should have right. been called Predacons. But... Well, the terrible, <laughs> the terrible Predacons come to extract the key, and they got there very fast. They're blowing holes in the museum. They're destroying Let's everything. Let's talk about the, the dogs, the bot dogs they released. Okay, they released some small bot dogs. Why do you want to bring that up? Because that's what pushes Noah and Elena into a situation where they got to work together to flee the Because they hated dogs. each other, remember? Well, she was scared of no one. Was, was, she was no rightfully scared. scared. Yeah, she was rightfully scared. Yeah. yeah. The Puerto Rican breaks in. Yeah. Be scared. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Chris, for that. Wait, wait, say that one. He's being racist. So we're going to push past that racist comment into the next one. So Noah gets on the horn and says, hey, man, we need your help. Uh, we're being attacked. So then the Autobots show up and they fight the Predacons. Right. Or Terracons. Terracons. And yes. they get their butts. That's where Bumblebee dies. That's where, bu- spoiler alert, Bumblebee gets killed. He gets Bumblebee. got. Right. And they, I mean, they get it. They get their asses Whoa. handed to them. Right? right. And then we got uh, Michelle Yao's character, the Falcon called Falcor. Really? No, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Air, Air Razor. She's like, Air no Air way. Razor. And so Air Razor shows up and she He was sleeping, y'all. Air Razor shows up and she does something, and then the Predacons are Terracons, they get the key and they peace out. But then what's that the big guy's name again? Unicron says, Hey you fool, that's only half the key. And Scourge is like, well, why didn't you tell me what the key looked like? I would have known what I was looking for. I would have known it was half the key. Please don't kill sorry, me. Sorry, Master. Sorry, Master. Sorry, sorry, Master. Which, that's not inappropriate. Comes back to Earth. So he sends him back to Earth. Well, he never actually leaves. He's on like a cyber mm. thing. Yeah. So he uh, goes back looking for the key. As the girl and the guy get both kind of inducted into the Autobots circle because of Michelle Yell's character, mm-hmm. uh, Air Razor is like, we got to work together, right. people. That's and true. then she, the girl is just a genius. What's her name again? Elena. Elena is just such a genius that she cracks the code as to, oh, wait, this hieroglyph that was on this thing. I wrote, I made a picture of the picture and I can tell you that it's in what country is it in? 
Peru. It's in Peru. And now we leave Brooklyn, New York, and we head for Peru, in which case the fact that this movie is set in the 90s only mostly mattered before and now absolutely doesn't matter because every backdrop from here on out in the film is basically just open lands or forests. Well, that's where you got to fight. Yeah. Right. That's where you have to fight. And so they, they go to Peru, but there's a, uh, there's a street-wide festival happening in Peru. So again, the Autobots make the same decision that they made last time. Hey, let's send the humans and try to stay incognito. Of course, don't they transform into things that most humans don't look twice at? Yeah, oh, that's but right. no, they were Man, cars the in, whole time. Robots in the sky. Right. So anyways, instead <laughs> of being, instead you of being robots. You couldn't really tell right. from that far off. You're right. You're right. You hey, really listen, tell. when you're right, you're right. So instead of being robots in the skies, they decide to, again, send the humans. Now, this is when Noah's character tells Elena's character, hey, listen, let's help him out, but... If it goes south, let's destroy this thing. So at least we're looking out for number one. You're missing the heartfelt moment of when they were on the plane in the first place. And you know what? I also missed the heartfelt moment between Mirage, Noah, and Noah's brother, Tails. Yes. Yes. And so what happens is Noah's getting ready to leave on his little secret mission with the Autobots. And Mirage is outside his window, his two-second story window doing Mirage stuff, played by Pete Davidson, who's hysterical. Great, great, great. He was being a predicon. And so he's he's standing on a car, and the car uh, explodes under him, thus alerting his little brother that something odd is happening. So the little brother runs to the window. What's going on? He knows something's weird. He throws a bottle at Mirage, who's in car form. He's a robot in disguise. And then Mirage doesn't like that, so he transforms into the robot. And suddenly you're sitting here going, these robots have been on Earth for how long? And they don't really seem to have a problem with humans noticing them. I mean, they just like doing their thing every time. Every time a human gets in their path, they turn into... You have to be able to trust that person. It's an instinct thing. That's right. Okay? Yeah, he trusts it because he's been inside of him. Like, exactly. Right. You've been inside of him. You've been inside of him. It was a great line, by the way. Yes, it was definitely hysterical. And so there's this great moment where Mirage befriends the little brother, and the little brother has this great moment where he tells Mirage, hey, man. You got to take care of my bro. You got to take care of my bro. And Mirage says, absolutely. He's been inside me. And so <laughs> then they, they go and they jump inside a much bigger uh, Autobot. Transform, they, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Transformer. Yeah. And uh, they fly to Peru. While in, to, in Peru, there's the street fair. They decide to send the humans. So the humans are going. Meanwhile, the Terracons, should be called Predacons, are actually just, I mean, they're on top of everything. They're already in Peru, and they're spying on the humans, and they go, oh, the Autobots have sent their little toys to do their bidding for them. Go after them. So then they pretty go much. after. Yeah. That's pretty good. Right? Pretty much. He right? sends the dog. Right, he sends the dogs after the humans, but not before something really interesting and new to the canon happens. Yes, at least new to the cinematic canon happens, where Mirage goes, "Hey, bro, take this with you." Wild, and he gives Noah a piece of himself that acts as kind of an intuitive glove around him. Mm-hmm. What Noah doesn't know is the glove's a blaster too. Yep, but he finds that out later. 
Okay, fast forward. Fast forward. They, the humans get to a monastery. The lady has... Elena. A lady, Elena has obviously done plenty of escape rooms. She's really good at puzzles. She should be the new Tomb Raider. She's she an archaeologist, Jack. She knows. She's been studying this. She, she knows what to look for. She sees right. the thing. She turns the... Her, she turns the the, the logo. Right, to the right the picture is. She don't know. She's never been out of Brooklyn. Right. Well. <laughs> so, and, hey, oh, you know hey, what? Hey. And escape rooms didn't actually exist in the nineties. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, she's really smart. She is smart. Brooklyn people that. are smart. She turned some <laughs> some giant the rock thing, yeah. thing that has been sitting for thousands of years and somehow actually it turns pretty easily. No, it you didn't. You had to push a little. You had to push a little, right? So she pushed that thing a little. Anything that's been there for a long time moves super easy, right? Right. Exactly. And I'm sure they cleaned it too. Because <laughs> you have to make sure the place is maintained. Absolutely. So they pushed this maintained uh, sure. rock that turned relatively easy. And under it, there is a spiral rock case really small plates that you're going to have to step on and it goes down forever. Now, let me tell you what I'm not crawling down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's get you home. You got to do it for the world. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, you got to yeah. do it for the world. Ain't nobody going in some sketchy hole. Listen, <laughs> global I mean, warming global warming's happening. The world be all right. <laughs> and what kind of natural disasters does Peru have? Do they have earthquakes? Okay, fast forward. Anyways, they do. Probably they some do? volcanoes. I don't know. I'm saying maybe. Well, I'm surprised that tunnel is still intact. If there's any kind of like seismic play. Anyways, they go down the tunnel and they find an underground city. Oh my goodness. And how that place managed to stay unfound for thousands of years, I have no because idea. No Especially burned the tablets, Jack. It That's was a that. secret society. Yes, except for they go through the system and there's a whole like <laughs> under ground monastery but at the end of it it opens into the forest so no one from the forest went the other way no, one, no, one's, no one's going into that forest correct and so while they're in the temple they're attacked by the little dog transformer creatures and that's when Noah blasts them and the girl's like you had a gun on you the whole time he's like well I wish I'd known that <laughs> now I do I'll use it more often and so he gets back they run into they get outside of the tunnel system and they're into the forest. But wait, 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 in. wait, before they go, they he, so he, they open up the tablet thing, they push the thing like very Indiana Jones esque. They oh, realize right. the the other half of the key is not there. That's when they yes. get attacked, that's when they run, that's when yep. they end up in the in the jungle. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. And then they run into <laughs> drum roll, please, Optimus Primal. Yep. Who yeah. is an uh ape esque transformer. Yep. And so Primal Primal bangs his chest as he would. Yes. Just as Optimus Prime rolls up, yeah. guns ready to go, and stand then, down. Stand down. And then Cheetor jumps in. Rhinox is on, on top of uh, oh, awesome. Mirage, and That's so awesome. yeah, and instantly mm -hmm. you're like, oh, the op Autobots are outclassed by the what are they called? Maximals. And then you got Michelle's character swoops down Falcor, and she's like, "Hey, hey, let's uh, let's they're, they're good. They're with us." And then so here's Optimus my here's my thing with that scene: you got the Autobots rolling in with blasters ready to go, yep. and the Maximals are just gonna sit there and start clawing people as they get yeah. blasted. 
No, because well, when Rhinox opened his mouth, you saw the the energy in his mouth like about to blast. Right, right, right. right. No, no. Just, so, well, one, so one of them, one of them had a blaster. Where the other ones just were just gonna start coin. No, they yeah. they supposed to, but at that point they didn't have mouth. They would have to well, transform to get the blasters. Yeah, facts. I have a question, Chris. In the Bumblebee movie, and you might know this answer too. Who was the villain? I don't know. Wasn't it? Was there a villain? Was it like ET where there was no kind of villain? Was it just like evil government? Okay, so then that makes sense. So then, so then, my question is: in this setting, if you remove the rest of the canon, and you especially have to remove anything that's set after the '90s, which is the bulk of it, except for the fact that you know the Autobots were there since the 1700s and stuff. Anyways, if you remove that factor, I'm sitting here going: is this the first time the Autobots are running into another transforming? race of creatures and their first instinct is to start a fight. Oh no, there was a villain in Bumblebee. Well, you don't know if they're the enemy, just like we saw how other people are the enemy. So That's right. I didn't exactly. know. Exactly. And Optimus Prime is a legend. He's been fighting for centuries. Yes. Right? Well, clearly because the other guy took his name entirely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So then so then uh, Falcor comes down and says Hey y'all, don't fight. We're all on the same team, and then instantly everyone's cool. They're like, "Oh, hey, you're alive!" And it's uh, a Martha you know. moment. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then what happens is, oh, Primal goes. Oh, you're looking for the other key. Let me show you where it is. I actually took it away, and I gave it to a bunch of humans to look after, like two thousand years. That's ago. not what he said. But he pretty much says, "I'm nuts and bolts." You want to? No. All right, go ahead, clarify. That's not what he said. He what? he said he hid the key with. He didn't say with the humans. He said amongst. So get it correct. Thank you very much. Fast forward. But now, ahead. okay, fast forwarding. Look at Rich's face. Wait, wait, you wait. were sleeping, Rich. Wait, wait. Uh, no, you listen. You I, I slept through that one part. I, I was there for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amongst and with is the same. I don't know what's happening right now. No, it is not. Eng- listen, well, fellas, me, English so, class. All right, so then let me fast forward. Not with the humans. With is like you have it with you. Amongst is they don't know where it is. It's all right, so zone. let me fast forward then. So they okay. fast forward, and Primal says to the leader of the human faction that he's embedded with, "Hey, why are you being sarcastic, he says, Jack? No, I'm not. This is the events." He uh-huh. goes, "Hey, can you go get the key?" And the humans bring the key. Primal <laughs> doesn't bring the key. The humans bring the key, that's and they unwrap they, that's it. Because, so that's how we, he learned. No, that's, no, 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 no. You're getting it wrong. Primal no, you're not, getting it wrong. Okay. They had yes. They didn't know the humans had the. Primal didn't know the humans had the key. He gave it to them. No, he gave it to them. No, he's been yeah. working with them. Okay. Thank you, Chris. The gorilla one didn't right. know they had the key. Yeah. The gorilla yes. one gave them the key. Yeah, he did. Key. No. Hang yeah. on. Yeah. No. He took the key from the tomb to move it to keep it safe and yes. therefore gave it to them because they've been looking after it for how many yes. their, their people have been the looking after it for how many centuries or whatever. He's been working yes. with oh, you're talking about the people in the 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 like the Caribs, like the ants, yeah, like the, the people that okay, physically yes, gave them the key. Mad indigenous people, you know, those are humans yes. too, right? <laughs> okay, and this was, but in... they're trustworthy humans, as you can see, right? And this is why Optimus Prime is surprised, and he says to Optimus Primal, "You entrusted the humans with it, thus teaching Optimus Prime a lesson that some humans can be trusted." And right. this tribe has been watching over the key for hundreds if not thousands of years at this point the exactly. humans have had it right? okay 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 so uh now they decide optimus prime decides 
Even though we got our butts kicked in our first ingo with the Terracons, let's go pick another fight to get the other half of the keep. Noah's going, didn't they just get their butts kicked the last time they fought with them? Uh, this plan doesn't sound good to me. Yeah. I think what we should try to do is destroy the other half of the key that we currently have. Right. Instead of picking a fight and losing both halves. Which is interesting because then... Is it Optimus who actually gives the key to Noah to safeguard? Yeah, one of the one of well, the transporters. He put, in the, he put in the backpack of uh, Elena. Elena, and that's when he took it to the riverbed. It told Elena he had it. He had to blast her out, and it's like I'm gonna blast. I'm gonna blast the right. The, and the yeah. Optimus the, rolls up, and it's like, you look. I do, if I were you, I'd probably do the same thing. Right. So point is one of the. Autobots gives the key to the Brooklyn humans, not the tribe humans, not, not the humans from Peru. Sorry, not the humans from Peru, but the humans who are new to the group. You know, you could say their names. You could say gave it to Elena and Anthony. Well, his name would have been Noah, though. He gave it to the Puerto Rican of the colored girl. Keep going. Thank you. So he, he gave it. Listen. So guys. the aliens gave it to the minorities to look after. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, exactly. So they go to the you can't bank. say minorities. You can't say minorities. That's not an offense. You can't, you can't say minorities. Oh, All right, you didn't so hear what he says when you're down here, Stage. So they go down to the mouth of like, I can't imagine, Chris. He's oh all like, God. look at these spooks and jigaboos and all this other stuff. <laughs> So we're gonna get canceled here now. We're in we are replacing you. We're in dicey water here. So they go down to the riverbank, in which case Noah gets the opportunity to destroy the key and he's going to. Now, in this in my opinion, this is the most interesting moment in the entire film right here. Okay. But then Optimus Prime rolls up and he says one sentence to Noah, and Noah just stops entirely. And you're like, Well, that was pretty easy. No, no, it no, wasn't. No. It was heartfelt. You sh you saw the emotions in his face. Well, whose face? Noah's. What about Optimus? He thought about how they're the same people. Remember that conversation she had? You guys are the same? Right. Remember? It was a very Spider-Man 2 moment, Jack. He's like, we, we don't have to pick either or. We can do it all. That, you're forgetting your moments. Okay. That's your problem. You're talking about the across the Spider-Verse. Yes. It was the same moment where Miles Morales is like, I don't have to pick. I can have it all. And well, it was, was telling him, we don't have. To I wish, I wish it were a little harder. I think the obviously the resolution needed to be the same. That moment was so compelling for me. I needed, I needed it to be a little harder for Noah to let go, um, and a little harder for Optimus. Also, you know, Optimus had a huge moment where he entrusts them with this thing, right? Whether he was the one who gave it to him or not, he didn't stop it. He was. He, an agreement that let's give it to them. And so that was Optimus's big turning moment to start trusting the humans. And this is this was the moment where the two factions come together and unify their plan, right? Which, unfortunately, the second, literally the second Noah decides to not destroy the thing, the Terracons show up and they take it. Right. They just kind of Well, you like, forgot when she turned. Okay, yes. Yeah. So what happens is Falcor... Uh, air Razor. <laughs> air, air Razor. Uh, she gets bat. She gets uh, injured in an altercation with Scourge, and Scourge's uh, infects her in a way where she's basically kind of like getting rusty. Well, it's more like she gets um, corrupted. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like she gets a virus like to a her. The way they did it was so insane, though, because it looked Ooh, really man. disgusting. It looked really, yeah. It looked really painful. Bad. And but what was interesting about it was she said, "When Scourge hits you, he leaves his mark," and she brushed it off. But she mm-hmm. brushed. What was weird about it is she brushed it off in a way where, as an audience member. We knew that wasn't the end of it. You, you yeah. just got like when a guy calls sees blood on the on the on the, on the handkerchief. It's, yeah. it's that but moment. It was, but it was, yeah. it was more like it was more like in every zombie movie where the person gets bit and they hide the bite. That's exactly yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm yeah. sitting here going, couldn't he have done that to everybody? But I'm sitting here going, do you know you're going to completely lose control of yourself she didn't. at this point? Or, but she knew that Scourge would left the mark. Left the mark. So she had some sort of understanding of who Scourge is. Mm. And so that was weird to me because as such a heroic character herself and such a um, a self-sacrificing character, it didn't make sense to me that she would have known her own outcome at this point and still made the same choices she made. So I was like, does, did she know or did she not know? It, okay. was a, it was an odd thing for me. Anyways, long story short, she does turn and she turns at this real inopportune moment for the good guys and starts attacking the good guys, mm-hmm. which leaves them vulnerable and wide open for the terrible Predacons to come take the other half of the mm-hmm. key, which they do very quickly. Right. And then the Terracons using the key open a portal or they do something weird. It's like, yeah. get, it's almost like that moment in Superman where Superman throws the, Kryptonian jewel into the ice and it creates a fortress of solitude. Somehow yeah. this thing came out of a volcano where it's like, was this thing always there or did they? Yeah, like he was walking and the bridge was forming in front of him. And everything. So it was so odd to me. I it could have been the really power of the key. It, could, yeah. it was the power of the key. The power of the key terraformed the planet and opened up a portal where they could plug the key in to open up a portal. Right. Sarcasm. Okay. Just a little bit. Just a little hint of it, right? And so then what happens is, and jump in as we're going, obviously, but then what happens is the Autobots have to go get the key back. And now that's. So so they're like, hope is lost. Autobots are like, it's it's Mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. Noah jumps in and is like, no, we can't lose hope. That has to be a plan. Right and it's like she's like there's a there's a code to disable the key, like, but the code's been lost to time. And he's like, no, I know it. I put these symbols together through my research. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. make a plan. Then they make a plan. Like, look, it's too big for for Autobots again. This the is the third time. That's why Autobots and humans got to be together. So then they're like, look, we can send you through. We'll create the version. We go. You put in the code, and then we can we can we can we can take the the key back. Now I will say this. This is the one of the first times I really saw this distinction uh in size and scale, and I loved it. There was this epic wide shot, and you had Noah and Elena talking to the Autobots and Maximals. Maximals. And you saw Optimus Prime is huge, man. He dwarfs everybody. Yeah. That's how oh, it yeah. is boys, too. It's how he is in the toys. And yeah. the, well, not all of them. Some of them are like, you know, they're like McFarlane scale. They're like, everything is just kind of big, you know, but it's like, like, why is Superboy so big as a toy? Doesn't exactly make sense, but okay. And then, uh, but you saw the scale of the, of the 
Autobots and the Maximals and the humans and how distinct they were. And Mirage wasn't the same. I mean, he was a car and Optimus is a giant semi truck. And you, for the, for one of the first times, like that scale is so clear. And I understood, oh yeah. I mean, other than just thematically, Optimus is made to be the leader of this yeah. faction. He is yeah. massive. He's powerful. He's big. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed the visual of that scene. Really put everything literally to scale. So anyways, long story short, they go to retrieve the key. The humans have their plans. They're going in the place where the Autobots and the Maximals can't fit yeah. <laughs> for the third time. And the Autobots and the Maximals are going to create a distraction to try and get the Terracons distracted. Right. Just okay. long enough for the humans to get the key. Right. right. Okay. And so this works for the most part. Right. By and the way, that scene was crazy when Bumblebee came back. Okay. Oh. First of all, he jumps out of a plane to Mama's head and knock you out. Don't call it. Time out. Back. Time out. Time out. See? Wait, 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 wait. Because this is where I fell asleep. I, <laughs> I, I woke up. I woke up literally to Mama came. Mama knocked you out, right? I'm sitting like, how did he come back? So explain so, that one to me. Please. Okay. okay so it they, was a ritual that fell from the sky. It well, was like a um like an ointment. Well, I don't know if you saw the blue ointment. Here's what happens. They they look at Rich's That's not exactly right. So they placed Bumblebee's body on a rock, and that saw rock that part. just happened no, no, to be it was energon. It was energon. Pure energon. That rock just happened to be infused with pure energy. But you have to remember how it came down. Well, after the key was united and they opened a portal, okay. Energon just started falling from the sky there essentially. You go. That's, yeah. mm -hmm. And all so right. it, and it made all the energon that was already in the soil a thousand times richer than it was. Which okay. they already kind of alluded to that. They, they said, said that. It said they, you said you need a lot of energy to activate the energon. They said right. And then they said and Optimus said, Can we bring him back? And they essentially said, Well, if you can get up strong enough and pure enough spark of energon it might be possible and okay. then they laid him on the energon rock so he kind of okay. knew it was going to happen All right. and so when the key opened the portal so good energon for days there we go which, which wouldn't that also make everyone real overpowered a by the bit? way everyone in the theater was clapping when he came Man. oh when yeah when bumblebee jumped out of the plane that was probably the moment of all moments in the film everyone yeah. Yeah. No, no, okay, okay, okay. So when did Noah get the suit? Okay. Okay, so here's what happens. So yeah. jumping jumping ahead. Noah decides to when they're underneath the tunnel mm -hmm. going for right. the key, Scourge is fighting off. finds out that Noah's under there and literally lifts him up. Now instead of crushing the human in one go, he decides to hold on to him and monologue for a moment, which villains tend to do, especially in the nineties. Right. So that's appropriate. So while he's talking to him, uh, his boy Mirage shows up and blasts him in the side of the head. Scourge drops Noah, which would have been pretty far distance. Noah lands. He kind of rolls out of it. And Mirage and Scourge go at it. But Mirage, Which was a pretty great fight because he held on for as long as he could. Which is not very long. I mean, he was outclassed and outpowered instantly. So mm -hmm. the fact that he jumped in the middle of it at all, you knew it was kind of like a moment. I had hope. It was it was a martyrdom moment, though, okay. right? Regardless mm -hmm. of your hope. And so what happens is Mirage cocoons Noah as Scourge just starts Blast lighting him. up his backside, just starts blasting him and blasting him. And Noah's like, 
Get out of here! You gotta live! And Mirage is like, I promise your brother. Great moment. Uh, Okay. All right. And then what happens is his lights go out and Noah's cocooned under there and Scourge goes back to kind of doing what Scourge was doing. But then he kind of turns back on for a moment. His brother. Right. The right. His uh, walkie-talkies. The walkie-talkie turns on and and Noah's talking to his brother for a half a moment, and then that energy field, I guess, uh, Mirage still had a little bit of power left. And he goes, you take me. You take Basically, the drive. Yeah, you, you, you drive. Yeah, you take the Yeah, you drive. You take the wheels. And so okay. he basically has an Iron cool. Man moment yeah. where his car turns into a suit of armor around Noah. Like you can, which was cool. It was fire. It was cool. And I feel like that was a nod to the to, to some of the cartoons, like some yes, of the movies. They did have some kind of exosuit in the cartoon. Yeah, right. But who knew that exosuit was the, the dead husk of a transformer? And he used it very skin? well. He used it great. I mean, I mean, he used it great, and the suit was obviously very intuitive. And also, okay, hang on, not to spoil the end. We are going to spoil the end when we get to it, and this is this well, exosuit makes a appearance in the Iron Man. He's not well. He's Transformers and Iron Man's not. That's that's not okay, so anyways, they takes the suit, uh-huh. so our human protagonist can be the hero of the can finally be the hero of the story and actually combat the villains of the story. That's essentially why we needed them in the suit here, right? And it had this big martyrdom moment. And then, long story short, Optimus Prime shows up and he just crushes Surge yeah. with like he a said, vengeance. When you Scourge, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to have your head. Oh, and he does. And he does, and he yeah. does it. He's, such... He's about that life. <laughs> yeah, no, he does it in such a violent way. You're like, why didn't you do that the first time, man? Yeah, I mean, he well, was like, he was you like, have no, mean. that's because he had already been getting beat down. Yeah, yeah. Well, Optimus Prime shows you why he's Optimus Prime. So the thing is, Optimus Prime needs to lose just a little bit to encourage him to win. Also, he was by himself. Remember, when they were fighting, they had a whole bunch of other uh, predator predator bots, as you guys call them, helping them. Right. So if it was just, hey, let's fight me and you, then of course Optimus would win. Well, he kind of lost in the me and you fight. He did lose the museum. He did, but there were other people coming after him. Yeah, but it wasn't just dark energy, which makes him stronger. But because he had, because now he learned that the power of friendship, he had more power. Power of friendship. You guys know if you go back and watch the film, the Predator Boss were were they were all coming. Yeah, but this is also classic movie trope. Classic movie trope is the hero, the hero has to lose before the hero can win. Yes, right. that is classic. classic but if you did see in the beginning of the film, yes. he wasn't. If it was just, hey, Jack, let me and you go head to head. Of course, I would win. But if you had your posse with you, mm-hmm. fight jumping me, as mm-hmm. we say in New York, mm-hmm. of course, I'm not going to win because your whole crew is fighting me. So if we go head to head like they did, it's just me and you, then he would have won the first time. Well, Scourge was 
Maybe, maybe not. Scourge was definitely overpowered, especially... Yeah, because he had two extra dogs coming I mean, out of him. We, we saw Scourge take on the original Optimus Primal, not Optimus Primal. We saw right. him take down Optimus Primal. And we, we saw, saw him on his arm, he had all the plates of the... Yeah. Right, of the... and you can only imagine those are like primes. Right. Exactly. And so we know that Scourge is the... The villain of all villains. Scourge is what you call a wuss. He's a wuss, ladies and gentlemen. He's a wuss. And then what happens is they blow up the key, and as Unicron is literally breaching the the atmosphere of the Earth, he's instantly sent back, which was very reminiscent. Uh, uh, yeah, very, very, very Avengers. So they blew up the panel, and the Optimus Prime is like, the only thing I can do is blow up the panel. But if you blow up the panel, I might sacrifice you. Optimus Prime goes with his. It's awesome. They showed his sword and they showed his axe, which was cool. Axe yeah. actually, actually, the axe actually showed up, I think, in one episode of uh, G One Transformers, but it's still awesome. Um, he blows it up. He's getting sucked into the vortex, very a la Avengers. And then we see, we see Noah come grab him. Is like, I got oh him. yes, that's right. So then Noah, <laughs> so Noah grabs Optimus Prime now. This was almost reminiscent to the Fast and the Furious movie. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the Fast and the Furious movie. In the opening of the movie, Vin Diesel's car is hit off to the side and the blast literally rips everything near him off except for him. And that's kind of what happens here where Optimus Prime is ripped off of the platform Mm -hmm. and the platform's being shredded and little old... To scale Noah grabs Optimus Prime. That's the thing I didn't understand. Like, obviously, the Transformer technology is like intuitive because you see that the suit need the knows that he needs to like plant his feet down so it yes. uh, it produces spikes. So how come the Transformers don't produce their own spikes? Right. It was interesting. It or was- like a claw or something like that. A hook. They they needed Noah to be the hero here. Right. And then also, how That's convenient! Right. How convenient that his axe wasn't powered up and energized, so that he couldn't just easily slice and. Hook. Wow! They should call you guys to direct the movie next time. I mean, we've been <laughs> saying that for two years. Exactly. Wow. Like, what are, what are you talking about right now? Like, listen. Wow! You guys are doing such a great man. job. I can't <laughs> wait. Please call them up, Transformer franchise. I know you're being sarcastic, but we we it's say like, ourselves all the time. One hundred percent believe we should. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so then Noah manages to save Optimus Prime. Now, what I was going to say is this: this movie reminds me of this, the uh, Silver Surfer in the second Fantastic Four movie, where Galactus comes and they hit a, a like an auto shutdown button, and then Galactus is gone. And you basically, you know, Unicron is Galactus; he's devouring worlds. All right. By the way, did you hear the new cast for the Fantastic Four? Oh. Margaret right. Robbie. Gonna focus, be focus on track. Stay on track. Let's stay on track. We talk about that after. All right. So then, crisis averted. Uh, the Maximals are on Earth. The Autobots are on Earth, and Earth has survived. And the key is destroyed, which means yep. the Autobots aren't going anywhere. End of the movie. Post. Post. Last okay. scene. This is the-, the most. This is the most mind blowing part. That. I, just, I haven't had my mind blown in a movie theater like this in a long, long, long time. Yes, it's very reminiscent of the Nick Fury scene in the uh, the first Iron Man movie. So, so Noah goes into oh, an office where wild. he's trying to get a, yet another job, and he's there to interview. Right. 
He's given the interview, and the interviewer is asking some interesting questions. Let's get his Noah. name. So we're so we are, so we're assuming that this is Nest. So Nest Agent was Burke. like, yeah. So we're assuming that this is Nest, and Nest was the kind of military organization that worked with the Transformers in the later, in the later, in the later movies, right? Yeah. So they're setting up to think, okay, this is how Nest starts, blah blah blah. That's what I thought it was going to be. That's what everyone thought it was going to be. That's what everyone thought it was be. And then what happens is this Agent Burke guy, and I put it in air quotes because that may or may not actually be his name as the series unfolds, gives Noah a card. Again, very reminiscent to the Nick Fury thing. I'm putting a team together. He Noah flips the card over, and what does it say? G.I. Joe. I smacked my son. I was going crazy. The lady next to me, I was going crazy. Like, what? G.I. Joe? The crossover. That's crazy. And then also you could kind of connect the dots because remember the G.I. Joe, where they had the suits. Like, how did they get that? Even though those suits are absolutely trash. But hopefully next time, that suits will be better. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And that's what I was thinking. The suit now makes sense because it's the exoskeleton technology they're getting off Mirage, maybe. Yeah. Or are the Transformers able to give parts of themselves to people to enhance them? Maybe. Maybe. Because G.I. had some had some uh, you know, incredible technology. Right. And then there was the post-credit scene. Yeah. Yep. We see Noah and his his criminal friend and they, they're, they're, they're put together uh, an old Porsche. We use bits and pieces. Like, what are we do? We're gonna sell this. He's like, no, we're not gonna sell it. The next thing you know, transforms and it's Mirage. Mirage is back, baby. Which I have questions for that whole thing because how, where, did, where did Noah get the technology to bring back an alien life form? Like, what are we talking about right now? My man was my man was on eBay, like just buying parts of Porsches and putting it back together. Like, what? What? Look, it's done. Mirage is back. That's Let's all it go, is. Baby. That's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then there was the second post credit scene. No, it wasn't. What? Yeah, you guys didn't say for that. There was another. I don't believe you. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> the, 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 the snake charmer. What? And the, the what cobra are you comes about? out. Like, he's he's joking. Okay, anyway, whatever. Uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. So good. So, any oh, last good. remarks? Non-stop thrill ride. Give it me was... more. If Transform, if this is gonna be the franchise, give me more of this. I love it. I yeah. love the diversity. Will... The go on, Chris. Everything. No, no, you're good. Who's oh, good. You're good. Go, go, go. Oh, no, I was just talking about the diversity. I just love to see diversity in films like this because, you know, with the Megan Fox and the Shahai series, there was literally no. Yeah, no actually, it was nice to see not the typical Hollywood. Uh, casting happening across the board here too. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I was dope. It was great. I loved it. It was uh, it was. It, I enjoyed it. Like I like I said, I had very low expectations going into this. <laughs> very low. So when I was when it came out, I was bopping my head to all the music. I was looking at all the, all the squares, not bopping. I'm like, what? The most of the people that were bopping with me were older, older, older generation. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but I was like, I, I appreciated it. But um. Yeah, it, it just reminded me of my childhood growing up, and yeah, I mean, yo, like, I was down for this, and I, I'm now down for just whatever comes after the GI Joe, the next Transformers. Wow. Hopefully, they don't butcher this. 
Hopefully they don't butcher. I don't know, man. If they, if they take it from the same vein, I think it's going to be good. It man. might be good. Fingers crossed. I think I think the same director needs to direct it for now on. Yes, like, I agree with you. He needs to he needs to be on this, even though there was some some plot holes. But uh, yeah. I'll overlook that. But it's a Transformer movie, so what do you yeah. expect? Exactly. Listen, it was it's way better than than uh, what was it? Bay Michael Bay's. Wait, there was what? there was literal scene. If you paid attention, I think it might have been two. There were literal scenes where they're just like they were arguing and nothing was happening. It was literally just them in silence arguing. But like the volume was up. You can kind of tell them and then all of a sudden explosions. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what is what the what? first the first Transformer movie was pretty exciting though. Yeah, the first one was well, everything, yeah. everything between that and this have been yeah. questionable. Yeah, the last night, some of them were a little rough. Yeah. And just running, like there was just so much running for what? Like how? So was ru- running? The and the jump, and the like, oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, I love the way they like transform. So, it's kind of sick. So that wasn't this. Oh yeah, the the way the the way they transformed in this movie was, was every was, moment was, was sick. sick. And even yeah. in the trailer, man, when when the trailer first landed and Anthony walked out of Mirage. That oh, transportation was That one that one shot alone. And then with the soundtrack the over it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got chills. Um, all right, should we rank this thing? Let's let's do it. Right, check right. first. Ladies first? Oh ladies first. Um surprise. Okay. Uh ten out of ten. Wow. Oh that's ten out of that's a bold move right there. Okay. <laughs> Which All is right. funny. Chris? Uh, I'm giving it a nine. Wow. I, I, I love it. I thought it was I thought it was amazing. That's they will hire us to bold. direct the new movie. Well, they're definitely gonna hire you to watch the new movie. Yeah. <laughs> Rich. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Rich. That was really there's, generous. There's, there's room. There's room for improvement, but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Okay, so we got a ten, we got an eight, we got a nine, and, and I'm. I have to give it a seven. Uh, okay. I thought you were gonna give it. Okay. Yeah. And I think a seven is uh, pretty fair. I mean, I like this Transformer movie a lot. I thought the acting was great. pretty great across the board. I liked the take on it. I like the style. The soundtrack is impeccable. The CGI is great. great. Um, what I was a little lackluster on was the plot um, okay. and just kind of the story in general. Yeah. Um, so collectively, we give it an 8.5. Okay. That's good. All right. All right. All right. Very All right. So that's our take on Transformers. Rise. Did you get Lawrence's rate? Or he, oh, he didn't yeah. watch it. Yeah, You're filling it. in for Lawrence today. Yeah. That's Transformers Rise of the Beast. We're giving it an 8.5. Uh, definitely let us know what you think. Is that too high? Is that too low? What do you think of the movie? And... <laughs> oh! Alright, well. Thank you, guys. See ya. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye, but did you forget about me? What? Who's there? Me. What'd you think uh, of the movie? I'll give it a 10 out of 10. 10, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. All well, right. 
Chris, how about you hit us with some recommendations? What up? Yes, I got some good ones. So what we're going to do is I'm going to split my time in half. I'm going to give some recommendations. And I'm going to give Sebastian a chance to show off some of his Transformers because... You remember in the last... In the last... Um... Episode where 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 I got my web shooter. Yes. Yes. That day, I got I got I, I, I got broken arm and I still got a broken arm. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. we, we know you got a broken. Hold on, let me go over this list and you can show some of your stuff. So, this is not so with the with the with the thought of GI Joe and Transformers doing a crossover. I was, I, I was looking at what other crossovers have we had in a uh, movie history. So here are some good ones that um I want, I want to uh, go go over. Alien versus Predator, the crossover yes. that was yeah. destined to happen. Freddy versus Jason, which was at the time when I heard about it, it was another like mind blowing mo- moment that these two iconic horror villains were gonna were gonna meet each other. Yeah. Did you know that Freddy versus Jason was also later supposed to be crossovered a third time? Into what? Ash. Really? Ash. Oh, it was, it was. There was there was a crossover in the works for quite some time. Ash versus Freddy versus Jason, and that just never happened. Oh huh. shoot! I wonder how they made that work. I could see Freddy and Freddy and Ash with Jason. Huh. <laughs> Next, uh, Godzilla uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, okay. yeah, which was, yeah. That which was that was what a couple years ago, which was awesome. Yep. And here's an honorable mention that they that they that I saw a couple of lists show. Is Roger Rabbit because they cross over into so many. You get Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, so many properties. They hmm. technically they classify Who Framed Roger Rabbit as a crossover. It's a little gray, but yeah. I'll mention it as an honorable mention. Who do you cross okay. over with? There's you get Bugs Bunny, well, pretty much Looney Tunes. Yeah, you get Looney Tunes. Oh. You get Disney. You get all these characters that cross over into all these properties that really shouldn't be together or together, which is kind of cool. You know what else had a lot of fun cameos? I wouldn't really call them crossovers, but you had cameos. Was the way they did the Chip and Dale movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Awesome. All right. All right. Yeah. That's my Ooh. list. Let me give Bashi his five minutes. He's been waiting here for the past half hour. Wanted to show you guys his transformer. What you got All for right. us? Let's have Let's it. See it. So you remember in the in the last episode, I said I'm I got transformers. Yes. Yes. I got Transformers. <laughs> oh, let's see. Okay, okay, let's check it out. Starscream. Starscream. So, hey. so, Jack, the guy you had wasn't Starscream. It was, I have him it right was here. Skywarp. Yeah, Skywarp. So, this is Starscream. Yeah, he is sick. That is such a good looking toy. Yeah. yeah. So, so this, is, this, this is a line that came out on Amazon. It's, so, the new Transformers are so complicated to transform. These are pretty simple. So, it's easier ha, for. Ha. How many uh, points to transform the thing? Uh, this is only like four or five moves. Uh, can you get what? me? Yeah, can you get me the Megatron you have? The bad, the bad Megatron from Beast Wars. So here's the Megatron from Beast Wars from the Beast Wars cartoon. So yeah. this, this is a forty-five dollar toy, right? It's like forty points to get this guy transformed. No, like no, listen, you better give me a yeah. dollar a point. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Remember, Transformers used to kind of be like. You know that they weren't easy to transform. No, now when I tell you, it's super duper complicated. Like you have to watch YouTube tutorial videos on how to transform. 
They're like uh, Rubik's cubes. Yeah. Here's Scorpionox. So this was we saw this guy in the movie. He was just like a part of the name uh, nameless horde, but yeah. the, the scorpion one. That's that's from Beast Wars. I, you got oh, Bumblebee. See that? Product. Oh yeah, this Bumblebee. This Bumblebee. Oh, we got Bumblebee. Bumblebee. I got Bumblebee in Optimus. That, that's Cheetor. Yeah. Oh, Cheetor. Cheetor. Okay. Technically, yeah. this is Nightshade, which is a variant, but still a good guy. Um, <laughs> but it's the same sculpt as Cheetor. Okay. From Beast Wars. Show Bumblebee. There's Bumblebee. Nice. And then right. the tra the transformation is pretty easy. Oh, that was super oh, yeah. Cool. oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I like Bumblebee as a beetle though. Yeah, I do too. This is this is based off of uh I think Battle for Cybertron. There, there, there's a couple of Netflix series that's geared towards a younger younger demographic, and yeah. that's what these are based off of. Which to play with, these are actually better because when you're fighting, you can actually, you know, transform them midair like yeah. they do in the movies, and then you can just have them that's it, and then jump right to action. You have to stop the action for ten minutes already. Try to figure out how to transform. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Optimus Prime. Are you ready for the best? Yes. Yeah. What you got? What you got? You 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 can guess. It's so easy. Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Yes. Yes. Hey, wow. look at him! All right, the big man himself. Yeah. Get him closer Wait, to you, the you camera. Transform him. Yeah, transform him. Yes. Wait one second. I can't show on camera because I got broken on. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to. So you see what he looks like when he's transformed? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was so quick. That was quick. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why we prefer the ones that are geared towards the younger demographic because it's just so much easier to play with. Very All right. cool. Yeah. Thanks for showing us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank well, you. shall we wrap it up, gentlemen? Let's wrap it up. Well, that's our take on all things geek, especially as it pertains to Transformers Rise of the Beast. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, definitely tell your friends, like, comment, uh, leave a review on the podcast. Definitely helps with the algorithm as far as that's concerned. Check us out. We're dropping content all across the social media gamut. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, come join the team. Talk to us. And we'll be back. Same. Back time. Same. Same. Back time. No. Yeah. That's, yeah. That works. That works. Peace. I actually got a joke about that. Okay, let's hear the joke. Why did Batman cross the road? Why, Why? did Batman cross the road? Find out next week. Same back time. Same back channel. Boom. See what you did there. Okay. All right.